episode 64, and welcome in to the Benches Clear podcast, where we cover the best rivalry in all of sports. I am Jesse Gutierrez, and I represent the side of the San Francisco Giants. We're most likely going to go 3-3 three and three last week. Who got swept last week. And I'm Tyler Coe, and I represent the Los Angeles Dodgers, who went a fantastic 7-1. and one. Almost a perfect 8-0. So close, but we swept the Giants. I should be eating Chipotle right now. I forgot about it, so I made dinner at home. But next week, I will be eating Chipotle on the I pod on Jesse's just, time. Well, I think that like a coupon, coupons expire. So I think if I'm in my right minds, I think I can exit out. But that's we, we could talk lawyers and we can we can cease and desist letters and we'll, we'll get that figured out in court later. Um, yeah, I mean, I've, I. First of all, we are recording during the Giants game. Um, the Giants just came back. It is now five to four in the bottom of the eighth inning. Um, so I feel like there is there's a lot of ways this could go, right? Because if the if the Giants end up losing, I feel like the mood is a lot different than if the Giants end up winning. So um, we'll get into that later. That, that, um, that's typically how it is. Losing's bad. Winning's good. But like, I feel like this is a huge game in in in, in the scope of last week because you could chalk up the Dodgers series to like, oh, that was just a shitty series, or if they end up splitting the series with the Diamondbacks right now, it could be like, oh shit, is this the Giants' demise? Are they going to be, you know, bottom feeders? Like, you know what I mean? Like, not the good ones, but I I don't know. But we'll, we'll see what's going on. Things can happen, but things are happening in the sport. Um, something happened in the Cardinals game. Um, Joe West pulled, um, I don't know the guy's last name, Gio, because I was watching the uh, interview with Mike Schilt. Uh, Gio uh, had a dirty hat and they pulled him out because um, I guess they were saying it was like, what, sunscreen and, and, and rosin bag residue. Rosin. Yeah. yeah. Um, so he gets, he gets told he has to just change hats. Joe West kind of does the right thing and not throwing him out. He's just trying to like, hey, this is not a good look. Let's, you know, just get this guy another hat. But at the same time, it's kind of throwing dirt on his player. So I understand why, um, you know, Mike Schill had to, you know, stick up for his dude. Um, but he kind of went off the rails talking about how everyone is doing crazy illegal, you know, substances. I know Cole has been um, accused of it. Um, you know, that that the the, the Angels um, was a locker the room attendant got fired for that. Yeah, exactly. So... Uh, I don't know. Is are things going to start to unravel? Is it just kind of like a blip on the radar? What do you think, Tyler? I don't know. I really hope things start to unravel, but I don't mm. think they will. I think Robert Manfred probably saw that post game interview and is handing down a suspension to the Cardinals manager as we speak for for saying that. But right, no, I think they're just going to do nothing still. But the thing, the thing that gets me is everyone knows like the only acceptable form of using a foreign substance is sunscreen and rosin because mm-hmm. you can't rosin is legal and you can wear sunscreen. So right, right, everyone right, right. does it. And there's a great video. Uh, Eric Sim, who's like a part of the momentum channel did a video right. where he's testing certain substances and they're using right. the rap soda to see the RPM. And sunscreen and rosin give you the least amount of uptick in your RPM compared to like spider tack or whatever, pine tar. But 
I don't know. I don't think it's that big a deal, especially when you consider a guy like Clayton Kershaw. He has his hat all season, and you can tell because it gets dirtier and dirtier. Yes. And yes, I know yes. they're talking specifically about this spot, but if you're if you're just in the pen and you're wiping your fingers off, that makes sense. If they went out there and they checked under his bill mm-hmm. and there was a substance and he was going like this and that's why there's a stain, then yeah, let's let's make a big deal about it. Right. But I mean, you can't prove that the guy's using anything. And then he goes out there and throws an eight-pitch inning and shoves with a new hat. So I don't right. think it was anything. And, yeah. it just, and it it just seems weird to enforce the rule now. Mm. Because that's the whole thing is it's never enforced unless it's egregious, like having fucking pine tar on your neck that's just like glistening. Right, right, right. But and I, I don't know. I just feel like they kind of open a can of worms on the wrong, uh, the wrong player. You know what I mean? Like I just, it just feels like, I don't know. I feel like shit's going to kind of unravel now. I, I, I don't know. I, I'm kind of hoping it is, but I'm also a little scared because here's the thing. When the, when the, the Astros cheating scandal happened and the rumor was a lot of teams are doing it and that the Astros are just getting scapegoated. I was not in the least bit worried. Giants in 2019 were like the worst hitting team in baseball. So in no way was I like thinking that the Giants were doing anything close to this or else that would be even worse. Like, I mean, like for instance, if I was a Dodger fan at that time, I would be a little worried. If I was a fucking Yankee fan at that time, a Red Sox fan at that time, I would be a little worried. In this instance, um, all all the players that are getting kind of revamped careers with the Giants... I am a little like uh, Kevin Gosman did come out at the beginning of the year when they, when they were talking about the rules. He was, he kind of talked against it, making me feel like, you know, they're not doing that, but I mean, we won't know until something comes out. I mean, I guess no one's going to tell on themselves. I, um, you I, always want to believe your team. I think I saw your boy Discalfani has a, a pretty um, high uptick in his RPM this year. So correct. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like when it major comes to, yikes dog, I don't know. I'm hoping not. Um, But I'm just saying if something came out, I wouldn't be like, there's no way. You know what I mean? Like, I I don't believe there is. And there's no reason why I feel like he should be, um, I guess, looked at until something happens. But uh, I don't know. But don't you think don't you think uh, our boy Gio is kind of the player MLB would go out after to make an example of because they're certainly not going to go after Garrett Cole even though (laughs) they know because they just don't want the publicity of like oh look one of the I guess you know faces of Major League Baseball is a cheater because they already they already went through that with a whole team and let's see you know they didn't handle that very fucking well Mm. and now you know that I don't know there's just no precedent set you know there's no how are you going to punish him when a whole fucking team cheated and they didn't get punished at all? How right. are you going to enforce this rule and start suspending people or banning people, whatever it may be? Yes. The MLB just doesn't have a leg to stand on at this point. So yeah. I don't think anything is going to happen. I, I have to tend to agree with you at this, uh, at this time, but I don't know. I, 
it, it's going to be an issue. It's going to raise eyebrows, especially of, um, you know, this getting to light. I mean, for all we know, in two days, it could just be another blip on the radar. No one's talking about it. And it goes back to being baseball's dirty little secret. Um, I did find it a little weird that you called Rob Manfred, Robert Manfred. That I, don't, that just, ugh, I hated that, by the way. Um, Sorry. I don't, I don't know why. It doesn't make any sense because that's Bob that is Manfred. His name. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just being a bitch probably, but I'm just saying it's a, it's a little odd. Well, what I, what I think is funny and I don't know if they did this because they didn't talk about it in the interview, you know, they're talking about pulling balls and sending them to an independent lab to get substance tests, substance, substances tested. There we go. I wonder if they kept his hat because Mm -hmm. if I'm, if I'm a player and you tell me I can't wear my hat and I know I'm not doing anything wrong. I'm right. begging MLB to take that hat and test it. Right. You know, that that's just total vindication right there. So I'm curious to see if they took the hat or, you know, what they did with it. So yeah, we shall I see. mean, who knows? Uh, I guess we'll, we'll see in the next few weeks. I mean, um, I felt like we were fortunate that this happened right w- the day we, we were podcasting at the same time. We don't know what the aftermath is. We don't know what's going to happen. Um, but yeah, I, I think speculation could go either way. And my feeling is that's going to be a blip on the radar. I feel like something's going to happen in the next day or two, and we're not even going to hear about it until something else like this happens. So yeah, and um, we'll we'll jump into this later in the show. But I bet you, Robert Manfred was praying to God that something happened between the Dodgers and the Astros tonight, because <laughs> then it could have been like, oh yeah, did you see Joe Kelly, uh, Carlos Correa again? Like pivot, Spen- pivot, suspension pivot. for 35 games. Let's yeah, talk right. about this for a couple of weeks. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that makes a lot. Of, I mean, there's a lot of things he, he could go to for um, for avoiding uh, much like our fuck you of the week um, is going to go to. Um, I was going to give it to the Angels, but um, I, I do understand we were talking a little bit before the podcast. So it technically wasn't their fault. That they couldn't fire him yet. So they get a pass. So the fuck you is just going to go strictly to MLB and for, and Mickey Calloway um, for the whole situation. I mean, four months to, to suspend this guy to 2022. I don't understand what takes that long to investigate this whole thing. I feel like you should see the text and that should be the end of it. I, I, I would, I would need to know some sort of explanation on why it took four months to just look at a handful of text messages and checking on if they were actually sent by him. I, that I, I don't understand it. It's pretty easy. Just go to info, make sure the number matches, bing, bang, mm-hmm. boom. Make sure it's not Photoshop. Call, call T-Mobile because you know he probably has T-Mobile and is like, hey, did this guy send these texts? And he's like, uh, yeah. Yeah, case okay, closed, tonight. five minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I don't want to say five minutes because I'm pretty sure every single uh, customer service line takes at least an hour. So I would say an hour to talk to someone. So an hour and a half, you should have had it done. Yeah, and I mean, I'm sure most people know what we're talking about, but if, if they don't, you should watch the episode of Real Sports the HBO put out last night with a mm. friend of the pod, Jessica Jessica Kleinschmidt. God, my fucking. Say that five times fast. Jessica Clinton. Jessica Clinton. Jessica Clinton. You can't I'm, say that. Because I'm, I'm drinking Dr. Pepper Zero. Dr. Pepper sponsor us. Um, <laughs> yeah, definitely check it out. I mean, no. it, it's something that we all know, and we've talked about it before a few times on the podcast. We all know, you know, sports, 
no matter how far it's come, it's still that that boys club. And it's just so shitty to see, you know, the things that these women have to go through, you know. But, I mean, credit them. They have to persevere through a lot more shit than any man does in the sport. And it, it just, I don't know, it's such a bummer, especially last night, you know, just thinking, like, this stupid fucking behavior is what cost the Dodgers Alana Rizzo. Mm-hmm. Like, if people were just decent, like, everything would be so much better. But, like, you think Alana Rizzo, you know, prematurely ended her career with the Dodgers because of pieces of shit like this. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, just be better. Don't yeah. be a piece and, of shit. It's not that hard. And, and, and you know, I, I hate to say this, but, like, oh, I don't really hate to say this because the truth, it's, it's not even just a boys club of sports. This just happens – Men abuse the their power in, 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 in the world in general. So yeah. it's not like something that people can can hear and be like, oh man, if I was there, I'd tote say something. Well, yeah. it probably happens around you. So just make sure to, to stand for something and do something when it happens around you. But um uh, more importantly, in in this story, it's not because a lot if you if you talk to the other side, you know, uh, of people who think like, oh, they're just being sensitive. Or, or why are they wearing short skirts? Or they're just doing it for whatever. Their narrative is that women are using this to, to further their career, to kind of like use this as like a, um, like a, almost like a ransom, like, oh, I'm going to come out with this. this is what I have over you. When they do come out, they get ostracized. So like, yeah. it is, it There's is the no complete advantage. opposite. There's zero yeah. advantage of them coming out. Um Especially, because, you know, um, specifically on Jessica Kleinschmidt's situation um, on, you know, what she had. I mean, she was a freelance reporter and this was the guy who was giving her Communi- interview communications manager. Yeah. Like this is the yeah. this is the one guy holding her job. So it was OK. I get to like just as my career starting to go off. Do I come out and, and tell people that maybe not maybe people won't believe me? You know, um, I could burn a bridge. It's it's something ridiculous of that women have to deal with when they just want to do the fucking job, you know? And it's, I mean, none of Tyler, neither of us have played professional baseball. This is a big shocker, but we're not that good, good enough to play professional baseball. No one's ever questioned our takes of, you know, someone might say, Oh, that's stupid or whatever, but no one's ever like, you don't know shit about baseball because you know, they they only say that to women. So it's, it's something that continues to happen. And I don't think that is ever going to go away from like, you know, internet trolls, but the the executives and the higher ups because from what i understand especially like of the people that are coming out lately a lot of it isn't player driven this is like executives and yeah. and gms people who work for the front office uh, people who hold a lot of power even over players so i mean that i'm just hoping that they are able to weed people out and women uh, hopefully it doesn't happen anymore but the the if, if the things that have happened come to light and you know, it sucks that you have to put this on the people, the victims that it happened to. But yeah, I mean, this the shit just needs to get out of the sport because it's yeah. just it's not only is it embarrassing, but it's just it's fucking disgusting. Yeah. <clears throat> and like you're saying, it's just not in sports. It's in every facet of society. So, right. you know, I don't know what it's going to take for it to end. I'm sure you don't either. But, you know, hopefully we're progressing towards that yeah. but just do do your part do yeah. your part and don't be a be better i think that's that's the only thing you could you could you know everyone is as individuals could do um but on that note 
ending there, um, I think that we should need to talk about this last week in these games. Um, we're going to do things a little bit differently because we did have a Dodger Giants series. We're going to uh, finish up a series. We'll jump back and forth. And we're going to start with, I guess, just the last game of the Red Series. I mean, after that, I was on such a high. I mean, started off the week one for one, um, sweeping the 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 power hitting Reds. Uh, you know, kept them up. I mean, obviously the Reds aren't a powerhouse, but they do have a, a really stacked lineup. I mean, Jesse Winker and uh, Nick Castellano are just are monsters, and it was hard to keep them off the base pass. But um, you know, they they never scored. So, um, well, not never, but they rarely scored. So, um, yeah, I mean, nineteen to four was was the last game that we haven't covered. I mean, everyone was hitting. Darren Ruff was a triple short of the cycle, which technically means he was very far not from the cycle. Close. Just not even close, right? Not even close. Um, yeah. So, but it, I mean, dude's had a monster uh, had a monster day and was uh, uh, on a hot streak. It sucks that it looks like he he's going on the uh, on the IL or at least he's going to be out for a couple games with it. What looks like a pulled hammy at this, uh, this Diamondbacks game, but um, yeah on a high Man. at that point I'm, I'm just reliving that 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 air right there must be a bummer to use up all all your runs before uh, the weekend series <laughs> there huh guy yeah um yeah i'm just looking back because it seems like the last two games of that uh diamondback series was a long time ago um but we won 4-2 on wednesday we won 3-2 on thursday i was actually at that game and what's crazy is if I remember correctly. So I was at that game. I just remembered it being like a decent, decent game, you know, but I mm. think the Dodgers struck out 13 times that game and being there just didn't feel like that much. But I also think the Diamondbacks struck out 11 times. So there was a combined 24 strikeouts mm. and I was just completely oblivious to it. I thought it was just like a normal game, you know, whatever. But apparently there was 24 strikeouts if I'm remembering correctly. But you all know, that if you win the is, game and mass everything. Like if you right, win the I game, say, everything doesn't all that fucking matters matter. Is the boys got the dub and they were hot coming into the weekend series up north. Dodger Stadium North, as I now call it. Oh, get the fuck <laughs> over yourself. Yeah, and then the Giants got swept, and now we're moving on to after yeah. that series. So that's all we have to talk oh, about. Oh no, here. let's 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 talk about it because I didn't get to really watch it. of the weekend series. I had to watch highlights as they were coming in, condensed game. Um, but I did get to watch Sunday's game, so that, that was nice. Mm. But just a great weekend for the Dodgers. We sweep the Giants. And so I won the Chipotle, but I also declared that after the weekend, the Giants wouldn't be in first place. The Dodgers also aren't in first place. You said but in the two Giants weeks, aren't but in first okay. place. Whatever. You said in two weeks, whatever. Okay. okay. In two weeks, you won't be either. So Who knows, maybe after you get swept in a four-game series this weekend. Calm down. You guys, you guys, you guys have a bullpen game tomorrow. So you guys you know, you know, calm that ass down. Um, well, I mean, if you look at it on the Giants side, listen, I was talking about how the the, the caveat was was game one, right? Game three. If Discalfine didn't have that huge blow up, it's a shitty outing. There's nothing. There's nothing else you can say about it. It was a, a weird thing. He's been good all year. Just had a shitty outing. It is what it is. But if that game would have went the way that it was supposed to go, oh, that's I think, the way it was supposed to go. 
Uh-huh. Yeah. When it was supposed to go, I feel like the entire outlook would have been so different, right? Um, like for instance, game two, there was almost no way the Giants were gonna win that one. I mean, Casmir versus Walker Bueller. There's just hey, I mean, it would Ka- have to Scott Kazmier Kazmier did didn't look no, bad did. though. No, he didn't. One run uh, off of four innings. That's all they wanted from him. I think they wanted him to go four and then try, probably Tropiano to go, uh, you know, three or four. He only went two, but, no. you know, um, so he did his job. But what I'm saying is, is it game two was a step up from a bullpen game from the Giants um, in all reality. And for Walker Bueller to be, you know, that that's, that's who you're going up against. You're probably going to lose. And game one, it was a one-run game. It could have went either way, and, and it is what it is. But the fact that they pretty much got blown out on the third game just made the entire the entire series unexcusable. It's just a, a sweep. It makes you seem like the entire season of you dominating just go away, which really sucks that that, ha- that can happen in one game. But that's just I, facts. That is I do want to make a point because I feel like you're really glossing over Friday night's game. Yes, it was a uh, it was a one run game. Yeah, it's not as it's not as close as you're making it out to be. Full. How was a one run game not close? How, how, how much two runs? How much closer? You had two hits. Oh, okay, Dodgers, and we scored runs, one run from hits. it. We capitalized on a mistake that know, Trevor Bauer doesn't have to throw to first base. That's what good teams exactly. do. They capitalize on mistakes. Okay, I'm just saying the and Dodgers the dominated Dod- the that Dodgers game. Hits, they the Dodgers hit singles. The Dodgers hit singles, and then the Giants got out of jams. That's and and the Dodgers got the dub. Uh, exactly, it was a and close they dominated game. A one-run game is not dominated, Tyler. They dominated the game. Okay, first of all, you sound really stupid. I'm going to stop you there, so you could just stop sounding stupid, mm-hmm. and let's talk about Trevor Bauer for a second. Um, a lot of people with mixed reviews on how his uh, his sword stuff. His, um, you know, um, you know, they reference the Tommy Lasorda thing of, of, you know, bring on the chance or whatever. Um, I would, I really want to talk about it, but um, I want to hear what, what you think about it first. Oh no, I would love to hear your little cry. Want to hear me take first? on it? Yeah. <laughs> no, no. Hold on. I don't I'll, think I'll, I'll I don't you... think I have a crybaby take. No, I, I, think I was I just a, gonna say, knowing you, knowing you, uh-huh. I think it'll be a decent take. It won't be a, you know, Thank typical you. crybaby giant bullshit take. But let, let's hear it. So, I'm, I'm curious. So I love it and I hate it, right? I love it in the fact of I love shit talking. I mean, I, I there's nothing better than I, I want more shit talking in baseball, and this is it. I love that he's the new villain that we get to, you know, talk shit about how he can't throw to first. And, you know, I really hope if they – obviously, they don't the see him John next Lester. series. Yeah, like I yeah, exactly. I, I I know that they're not going to see him next series, but the series, you know, next time they see him, I hope when someone takes him deep, they fucking give him a sword or you know something like that. And then I hate it in the fact of, you know, it's my team, so I want to talk shit about him. So, in 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 a way, it's like I hate it just because I like I have to hate it, and now I'm I'm on him. But I love the fact that he's a new villain, and I feel like he's the type of dude. That when he ends up, if he opts out of that fourth year with the Dodgers or in, in four years, Third year. that he'll probably he'll probably sign with the Giants on a on a one year deal just to kind of still be in that rivalry and go back and forth. That's the type of dude I think that he is. I think that's the type of dude he presents himself to be. Okay. But I think really he's gonna be 
He's going to be a Dodger for a long time. He might be. I, I, I'm not saying that like, oh, we're going to get him. What I'm saying is, is he seems like he's like, he's kind of egging it on. He's trolling to where like, you know, in for his, let's say he's not the pitcher that he is now. And he's kind of like, oh, I'll take a win your flyer. Fuck it. I'm going to go to San Francisco and make the Dodger fans hate me now and make yeah. the Giants love me now. You know what I mean? I mean, the only team I don't see him ever playing for is the Astros, even though he says that he's open to all teams. There's just no fucking way. Um, And we're going to jump into that in a minute. Mm. But as far as my reaction, I love it. I mean, he had a great outing. So why not do something? Yeah, And and to me, it just, it makes the rivalry better. Hands down. Like, and especially because the Giants, as of right now, it's kind of a weird time for them because you have a lot of aging stars like, Cueto or Posey or Belt, whatever. And then you have a lot of young guys. So we're on the Dodgers side. It's like we're kind of waiting for someone to to step up on the Giants side and be that villain for us. Right. You know, because all those years we got to to hate Barry Bonds and Jeff Kent, Bumgarner. And now we have nobody. Right. So anything anyone can do. Like as Giants fans, we don't we don't hate Kershaw. We want him to fail. But no one actively hates Kershaw in the same way with jo- Dodger fans hate Buster Posey, but they're not, they don't like hate him, hate him, if that makes sense. It's they not hated like they Bumgarner. hated Barry Bonds. Exactly. Everyone hated right, right. Barry Bonds. So, right. you know, it'll be, it'll be nice to have that, I don't know, just stoke that fire and kind of get it going. Cause like right. we've talked about the last couple of years, the rivalry is there, but it's just not as exciting. Right. And it, it's finally back. You it know, started, we really yeah, felt it this weekend. Yeah, it's on its first leg, and it's. I feel like in a year or two, it's going to be back to where it was from 2012 to 2014 when they were really duking it out for that top spot. Um, one thing I do w- want to say about Trevor Bauer, um, just to end off on him, and uh, the reaction everyone got from him, um, he had a great outing, first of all. Um he he did dominate through six in in a third innings, but I could not stand all these gladiator references. Are you not entertained? The the fucking oh my god! Can you believe that he saved the bullpen because of a bullpen game just a day ago? Bitch, he barely qualified for a quality start. Okay, let's calm down. It wasn't anything like a gem, spectacular like. Oh my God. It was a very good outing. He deserves all that credit in the world, but let's just tone it down a little, please. God, you are salty. I, I agree am, with you. Am, am, I, am I lying? In am I lying sense, though? Because that 126 pitches really fucked the Dodgers today. I feel like, because he mm. threw 126 in San Francisco mm. and it showed because okay. his command today just wasn't there. But, right. you know, the one thing, the last thing I wanted to say about this series, and it has nothing to do with the Giants, really. I kind of think after this weekend and, you know, the three best records in the National League all being in the NL West. Right. Is now kind of cultivating that rivalry with the Padres from right. both sides. Where now the Giants have a little bit of a rivalry with the Padres and so do the Dodgers and that mm-hmm. mutual rivalry it makes me more interested right. in maybe legitimizing the rivalry with San Diego. 
Yeah, it's, it might it's be like a baby a, rivalry right now. I might. It's a it baby. That. It's. I mean, it's it's one of those. Oh, it's an in-division little right. Like it's like a baby, like a flavor of the week. It, it comes and goes. I mean, this is this Gi- Giants and Dodgers going to last forever. Padres when they go back to sucking in two years. Uh, yeah, I'm saying it. Fuck it. In two years, they're going to suck again. I'll go there. I don't give a shit. Um, then they're not going to matter anymore, just like the D- Diamondbacks. I mean, it's yeah. no one gives a shit. Um, yeah. But it, yeah. it will be if if the Dodgers and Padres and Giants all kind of keep pace with one another, especially maybe after the All-Star game. I mean, it's going to be a fun stretch yeah. Yeah, towards the end is. of the season. It's yeah. gonna be it's gonna be fun, but hundred percent. Speaking of fun, kind of fun, not so much fun. <laughs> the Dodgers played the Astros, and my first thing is it wasn't as exciting as I wanted it to be. Right. The, the series as a whole, we split the series, which I mean, going seven and one in the last seven eight days has been great. You know, you definitely want to sweep them, especially because of the, uh, you know, deep-seated hatred. But they split the series. But I was really hoping for for some kind of theatrics. Mm-hmm. And it just wasn't there. Mm-hmm. There was no shit talking. The only theatrical thing that happened was the Astros cheating again with the whole light situation. Um, but other than that, mm-hmm. there wasn't. What light so, situation? The whole bank of outfield lights weren't turned on yet. Yeah. Because the roof's closed, so they have some lights not turned on. So the rule right. states you can't turn the lights on in a half inning. Mm-hmm. So the Dodgers had already batted, and then they turned the lights on when the Astros came up. But you mm-hmm. have to wait. So right. there was – Kershaw had already kind of been sitting around because the Dodgers had a long inning. And then finally it just looked like Doc was like, yeah, just just play. I don't want Kershaw mm-hmm. sitting around anymore. Just play. Right. So right. fuck the Astros. <laughs> but last night was a good outing from Kirsch. Kind of bittersweet because it it kind of shows you what could have been when mm-hmm. he threw 50 breaking balls and they didn't miss any in the 2017 World Series at Minute Made. And he right. was just making them look like fools last night. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Good win. It was his revenge. Bauer, yeah. Bauer didn't look good. I mean, you could tell that he threw 126 pitches. He, I don't know, he just didn't look that great. I think he was only on, I know he was on a full, no, he was on four days rest. So. Oh, this was his four days rest? Oh, he's probably not going to get that again. Yeah. So, well, no, he, he pitched on the fifth day, so. Oh, so yeah, that, that, that makes sense. But, I mean, after throwing 126 pitches, I feel like normally you'd skip him. But I think just mm-hmm. because of it being the Astro series. You know, last night we saw Joe Kelly come in. He just did his, did his job. Nothing fun there. But today <laughs> we lost the game. But I think what hurt most is Altuve hits a home run to lead off the game. I mean, that mm-hmm. just kind of – killed the mood right there right and right. then and then Correa hits a home run and then Bregman hit a home run last night so the three most hated guys all went yard in the two game series <laughs> and that's just shitty and I hate Carlos Correa so fucking much I really just wanted them to hit him in the mouth 
so hard, <laughs> but nothing, nothing happened. And that's the thing is, you know, I think you and I had talked about it earlier. You knew Trevor Bauer wasn't going to throw at anyone. He's very vocal about how he's against that. So I was hoping right. when the bullpen came in, and especially when Dennis Santana came in, I mean, the game was still in reach, so I knew nothing egregious was going to happen. Because right, Dennis right. Santana looks like he can fight. Mm. So because I was just tattoo. hoping. Of course. <laughs> we all have tattoos. We're all criminals. We all do drugs. Um, yeah, I mean, overall, great week for the Dodgers. Split the two sweeps. Split the series with the Astros. Now we just got to focus up on uh, taking three out of four from the Giants at home and, you know, go from there. Yeah, I think that it's going to be it's 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 going to be interesting, right? Because we know the Dodgers have a bullpen game and then it goes to uh, Bueller, um, Urias and then Kershaw. Um, we don't know what's going on with the Giants. If it's going to be Scott Casimir tomorrow, or what they're what exactly they're planning, but um, I don't know. It's it's. I, I I was hoping they were posting something before the game, like the Dodgers did, but but we shall see. Nice play. Let's go. God damn it. That's what I'm talking about. See, the thing is, is okay. Now we're back on. Tyler Rogers is the shit. Okay, it doesn't matter if he's bases loaded, no outs, whatever. The, it doesn't matter. Okay? It clearly does matter because we just had to stop the most our podcast out. for 10 minutes so Jesse could watch because he was scared. I didn't even care. I didn't even care. And by the way, they didn't know it's 10 minutes because I just chopped it. So all, all they know is it just happened. So, yeah, Giants beat the Diamondbacks, swept them. Not a big deal at all. Uh, but it, it was a huge, it was it a huge game today. It was a huge game today because it would have changed, like I said early in the podcast, it would have changed the outlook of of the whole week, honestly, because if the, if the Giants lost today, it would have been like, this is their demise, their downfall, but now they're back. They're sweeping shitty teams, just had a bad series against the Dodgers. They're going to go back into um, into LA, and they're going to look very good, okay? I know, I, I know they're probably not going to sweep, especially because – Giants are probably going to have a, um, another Scott Casimir day, and I don't know who that's going to land against. Um, but I feel pretty good with 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 a split of two. I don't know. Maybe they run into a three or four. Let's go. Um, but let me just talk for a second about my stud and dud of the week. But first of all, I do want to say one thing about the Diamondbacks series. Uh, I mean, Kevin Gosman, right? It was like probably like the worst he's looked, the most he's struggled in a very long time and dude still went shutty five innings. So I'm really excited to see, to see him against, uh, against the Dodgers and to see what he could do. But um, my, my stud stud and dud of the week, right? Uh, it's gotta be Evan Longoria. My man is smashing dudes hitting 400 with an on-base percentage of 478. And what's his OPS only a 1.2 and BD with a couple of bombs in there. Um, seven ribbies. Love the dude. I'm, I'm I'm really excited to see him get back hot again. He started hot, got really cold, started hitting the ball hard, but was not getting anything to show for it. Now he is. Old dudes, what's good? And unfortunately, I do have to say something about my dud. Um, it's going to go to Brandon Belt, who hits a 182 and a 250 on base percentage. Um, and I think the most impressive stat on this whole thing is that he struck out six times 
on 12 plate appearances. Half the time. Fucking ridiculous. And I know people are going to chalk this up to him being hurt and him playing hurt. But if you're hurt, sit the fuck out. You're not that dude. I'm sorry, but like right now, if, if Buster Posey was doing that, I can understand that. Because his backup, it, you know, Kirk Asali isn't doing shit. But Brandon, I mean, Darren Ruff, I mean, I know he just went down, but is is mashing the ball. Jason Voster just hit a home run today. He could play some first base. Austin Slater can play some first base. A hurt Brandon Belt is not better than those guys. So if you're hurt, sit your ass down. That's all I got to say about that. Yeah. Uh, also just want to make a quick note. This totally changes the landscape of the weekend series between the Giants and Dodgers because now if there's a split, Dodgers and Giants are still tied. So it's going to be mm. super important for both teams to try and take at least three out of four. And I'm hoping mm. the Dodgers do. In fact, I know they will. Um, so there's that. Now for my stud in dead of the week. Um, you know, I think we're going to start with my dud. Yeah, Edwin no Uceta. Edwin Uceta. I don't ever want to see him pitch in a Dodger uniform Ooh. ever again. He's he's a bullpen, he's a bullpen pitcher that obviously you kind of feel for him because there's no way he'd be on the club if we didn't have six guys on the IL from the bullpen or however many fucking guys we have. Right. You set up, pitched one third of an inning, gave up two hits, three earned runs, two walks on Sunday. Uh, he was the beginning of the oh shit, we're about to blow this blowout game. Mm-hmm. Um, so I never want to see him ever again. He's he's been bad all year. His ERA is almost six. I I, I don't want to see him ever again. But <laughs> most importantly. To my stuff. Yeah, baby. Let mm. me let me see if you can uh let me see if you can guess who I'm talking about. Okay, let's go. Last week, hit 667. Hmm. OPS 1.667. Hmm. Who do you who do you think? Chris Taylor? Felt like he was on base. Absolutely wrong. Time. I am, of course, talking about my boy Julio Urias. <laughs> oh my god! My dog went two for three against the Giants. One double, three ribbies, six innings pitched, ten strikeouts. The dude did it all on Sunday. He's seven and one this season. I think his ERA. Let me see. It might be below three now. Let's see. Three point oh three. The dude is shoving. He looks like a hitter up there. Three, you said 3.03? Yeah. Hmm. Just a tick over three. He's looking great. So my boy Julio, stud of the week, doing it on both sides of the ball. Shohei Otani, get the fuck out of here, bro. It's Julio Urias <laughs> time. Mexicanos, what's up? That's right, dog. The pride. Of Mexico, Julio Urias. <laughs> Coming up this week, we obviously know the Dodgers have a four-game series with the Giants at home. Hoping for a three and one. I'll take a sweep as well. Then we get another, we get another tough opponent. We got to go three games against the St. Louis Cardinals, who I think have the fourth best record in the National League. So 
it's gonna be it's gonna be a tough week. But the Dodgers have been have done really well at home this year. But the Giants and Dodgers, we don't know the pitching matchup, so we'll you know we'll see what happens. Yeah, we know he's pitching for the Dodgers, but we don't know pitching for the Giants, which is what makes it really rough. But uh, Giants side, we're gonna go four against the Dodgers and then two against the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim, the Albert Pulis Angels of Anaheim. Um, I'm gonna predict a four and two uh, week, whether that be a split with the Dodgers and a, uh, a sweep of the Angels or a three of the Dodgers and a split of the Angels. Uh, it could go either way, but that's where I'm gonna go with it. Four and two. We're going to keep on packed. Uh, the Giants are a good baseball team. They're playing good baseball. Big ups to Austin Slater with a huge homer. And the Jason Vossler, big dong, making me happy for the day. Quick note, just because it came back to my head, I'd like to throw in another fuck you of the week to uh, okay. the one new era putting out those hideous marketplace local hats. Did you see these hats? Okay. I did not see these hats. Oh my God. So they put out these hats. Every team had it. It was supposed to have the area code of, or every area code within the county that they play. And like the Dodgers had like a taco emoji on the back. And they all looked like shit. And everyone was roasting them. For instance, the Tampa Bay Rays had the Tampa Bay area code, but not St. Petersburg, which is where they play. Uh, The Kansas (laughs) City Royals didn't have their area code on the hat. Uh, the Dodgers hat just looks stupider than shit. Mm, and like so every team, every fan of every team was just roasting them. New Era pulled them off MLB shop like four hours after they released it. So <laughs> right in here about it. <laughs> yeah. So if anyone was dumb enough to get those hats, I hope you don't get it. You'll, you'll thank me later. You don't want it. Everyone's going to laugh at you. Um, so whoever designed that hat, I don't know what you were thinking. So fuck you. Unbelievable. And you can, you can quote, quote me on that. that. Brought, brought to you by Farhan. Yeah. <clears throat> As always, this episode was brought to you by Renovation Candle Company, where summer candles are out now. We even have outdoor candles to keep those uh, pesky mosquitoes away. So check mm-hmm. it out. RenovationCandleCompany.com. Keep us paid. Also, make sure you use uh, Vapor Rub for keep bugs away. It works. Mexicans know everything. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, make sure to subscribe to us on your favorite podcasting platform. Go on YouTube, subscribe to us. Hit that little bell and then notification. Get a like. Help us help the algorithms keep them showing up on your timeline and your little boxes. Um, follow us on Instagram, Benches Clear Podcast. On on TikTok, Benches Cleared, and on Twitter, Benches Cleared P. Thank you guys so much. We'll see you guys next week and we haven't said this in a while fuck that guy named Aubrey Huff <laughs>